0: Welcome to Attached, a platform for adding breadth and depth to everyday living. I'm Yaakov Danishevsky, and this particular series is called Living with the Times, chasidus to enhance our experience of the time period in the Jewish calendar. On Pesach, there's a very widespread minhag to read Shir Shirim after each of the starim, or after the one seder, ideally, and also to read Shir Shirim the Song of Songs, on the Shabbos of Pesach. So the question is, what's the connection between Shir Hashirim and Pesach? And I think that if we look at Shir Hashirim carefully we can see something very interesting and very important that can explain the relevance and the deep connection between Shir HaShirim and Pesach. So Shir HaShirim is well known to be a love story between a young man and a young woman. And it's a metaphor, of course, as most understand, between God and the Jewish people, between Hashem and Bnei Yisrael. And we often think of Shir HaShim as this beautiful, romantic, poetic love story of two people deeply in love enchanted by one another absolutely mesmerized by the other person longing and wanting the other person and running after them being madly and totally completely in love and we think it's beautiful but the truth is that if you read it carefully you'll see that it's actually a very painful love story it's a deeply depressing story it's it's very it's very painful to read and the reason is because throughout the story these two people who are deeply in love with each other, wanting each other so badly, they never actually connect with each other. They, the, the love they have for one another ne- never, never culminates. It never comes to fruition. It never manifests. They never actually end up being able to be with each other. They keep missing each other. So one runs after the other, and she's not there. And then she starts to run after him, and then he's no longer there. And the entirety of the story is this back and forth of one running to the other, and they're not available. And then, and then the second running back towards that first, and then they're not available. And it's a continuous story of missing each other. So what does that have to do with Pesach? And so if they're always missing each other, what's the significance of this? And why do we, why do we treat this as something, something so beautiful and something so deep and something so important? And I think it has everything to do with Pesach, because what Pesach is about, what Pesach is about, is the longing. It's the longing for Hashem, the longing for our Beloved. Ani di li, that I am for my Beloved and my Beloved is for me. On Pesach, what we're focusing on is not the knowledge of Hashem in a way that has become concrete. Not the connection to Hashem in a way that has become tangible and solid and stable and solidified. We don't have that yet because we don't have the Torah yet at Pesach. We don't have mitzvos. We don't have the explanation and the revelation of Maimon Har Sinai and of getting the Torah. We don't have any of that yet. But what we do have at Pesach is the beginning of the relationship. It's the falling in love stage. It's the stage of becoming enchanted and mesmerized, infatuated by this being that just appeared in our lives, by being taken over, swept up, becoming completely completely absorbed, running after Hashem, we're pulled, we feel a pull towards Hashem, we see this awesome, tremendous, powerful being that is so transcendent, so overwhelming, so overpowering, but yet at the same time caring about us deeply, and intimately, and sensitively, and wanting to help us, and coming into the depths of Egypt, of Mitzrayim, to the depths of our lives, the darkness of our lives, and trying to rescue us and take us out. And so we become in love with this being that we're introduced to. We don't really know him yet, but we fall in love with him. It's the idea of that relationship. It's the beginning, the spark. That's why, as we know in Chabad in Chasidus, Chabad stands for Chachma Bina and Das and it's a three part process that exists in our lives throughout our lives over and over again. The three part process very simply is like this Chabad Chachma the Ches, the first part is Chachma. Chachma, as the Baal Tanya explains, is from the words Koachma. It's the beginning of an idea, it's the potential of an idea. It's the possibility of something. It's when a person has a spark of inspiration, the light bulb moment. They think of something. They have the the, the possibility of something. Bina. Is a more analytical process. It's lahavchen being davar la davar. It's to distinguish between two different things. It's to look at something and to break it down, to analyze it, to think it through, to take the chachma, to take the initial idea, the spark of inspiration, the possibility, of it, to take that and start to analyze it, make it make sense, make it something practical, something that can actually be manifest in the world, something that can come to actuality. And then when that happens, when we have the Bina, when we have the practical possibility of that idea, so now we enter into the stage of Das. Das from the Lashon of Adam Yudayas yod, Chava, that Adam knew Chava, it means he knew her intimately. It means that he knew her in a way of of deep connection, of intimate connection. So it's a knowledge that becomes integrated deeply into the person. It's not just up here, it's not just the idea of something, and then it's not just the possible practicality and manifestation of it, but it's the actual intimacy with it. The integrated knowledge, the holistic knowledge of it, and I think that that process of chachma bin andas is exactly parallel to the Shalash to pesach shavuos and sukkas. Pesach is the idea of Hashem; it's the possibility, the 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 moment of falling in love, of the light bulb moment of seeing Hashem and running after him, wanting him, the longing, the desire is burning. And then we come to Shavuos. Shavuos is we take that possibility of love, that enchantment, and now we make it something that can be real. We have the Torah, we're given the mitzvos, we're given halacha, we're given the way that we can actualize that relationship. And then when we have that, we can now move into Sukkos, when we go into that inner chamber, that intimacy, that intimate place with Hashem inside the sukkah. that's the das. And that maybe is why Shir Hashirim is so deeply connected to Pesach. Because Shir is the story of two people who are so deeply, in, so deeply in love, so wanting one another, longing and yearning for one another, enchanted, mesmerized by one another. Their whole world revolves around the other person. And that's Pesach. It's when we fall in love with Hashem. And Hashem is in love with us. And that's going to lead us to Shavuos, when we can make that something real. But on Pesach, it's not yet actualized. It's not yet manifest, because we don't have the practicality of actually creating and sustaining the relationship, just like the two people in the story in Shira Hashirim, in the Mashal of Shir Hashirim, who never actually culminate their love. They never actually connect. They keep missing each other. But I think that this brings us to an incredibly important point. Because in the story of Shir Hashirim, like we keep saying, they keep missing each other. So why is it something that we celebrate? Why is it something we focus on? It would seem to be that it's not so great. But I think the point is that in order for the mitzvos that we get at Shavuos, for the halacha that we get at Shavuos, for the practicality of having the relationship with Hashem, in order for that, to be real, to be meaningful. And we need that. Because again, without that, the two people searching for each other, they never actually connect. We need the halacha, we need the day in, day out, the practicality of how to make an actual meaningful, sustainable relationship to connect. But that has to be rooted in the desire for one another. That has to be rooted in an enchantment with God in the desire to cling to Him, in the desire to run after Him, to chase after Him, to go searching for Him. And it needs to start with that desire. And that's Pesach, and that's Shir So we, dafka specifically focus on the story in which the love doesn't even culminate. Because what we're trying to show is that the longing for the love in and of itself is something that is profoundly important. And that if we just jump to the ins and outs of actually making a connection, then the connection is not really a connection anyway. And this really is captured, I think, in the Sefer HaChinuch. The Sefer Achinach talks about why is it that we start counting Sfirah HaOmer on Pesach. And he says it's very simple. Because what's the purpose of, of, of Yitzias Mitzrayim, of Hashem taking us out of Mitzrayim? The purpose of it is to bring us to Matan Torah. The purpose of it is to bring us to Shavuos, to get the Torah to the creation of the of the of the real actualized relationship with Hashem that's the purpose so right at yitzias mitzrayim right on pesach we already start counting towards shavuos to show that the ultimate goal of yitzias mitzrayim is for the sake of matan torah so that's why Sversa omer starts on pesach ah but then the sefer achinach says so we have a very obvious question now and a very important question and what's the question well then if that's the case Shouldn't we start counting Sfiras Omer from the first night of Pesach? Shouldn't it be right away? Shouldn't it be when we tell Sipra Yetzias Mitzrayim? Right? Menat Torah in Eretz Yisrael. We don't even do a Seder the second night. It's not even Yantif. So if the whole idea is that when we're talking about Yetzias Mitzrayim, we're supposed to connect that immediately to the possibility and the future of Shavuos of Matan Torah, because that's when we get the Halacha, we get Mitzvahs, if that's the purpose. So... Start the counting right away, on the first night of Pesach. Why wait till the second night? So the Sefer Achinach explains, because we need to have a night that is first just focused on the Nisim V'Niflaus, the wonders and the miracles that Hashem did for us. We need to have a night first that is just able to be about what Hashem did for us in and of itself. And then we immediately transition into counting towards Shavuos. And I think that's really this idea, what the Sefer HaChinuch is, is explaining and expressing, is that we need to have both. We need to understand that in order to have a real relationship with Hashem, it can't just be about inspiration and passion and romance and the idea of, of Hashem and, and the, the feeling of wanting Hashem. It can't be just about that. We need to connect that immediately to Shavuos and to Matan Torah, because otherwise it can't really be actualized. The two people in Shir Hashem never actually meet up with each other. But at the same time, it needs to be rooted, it needs to be built upon, and it needs to be fueled by the emotional desire, by the experiential longing and yearning for Hashem. And that needs to stand on its own first. That needs to have its own night, its own celebration. A celebration of the desire for Hashem, of the love for Hashem, that that, that, that awakens within us, that begins to burn within us. That desire to reach out and run after HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and to fall into His arms and to chase after Him into the into the wilderness, into the Midbar, wherever He's going to lead us. Because we want Him that badly. And that needs its own attention. Because without that, there's nothing else to talk about. So we need both, and that's why there's Pesach first, there's Shir Shirim first, and then we very quickly, we very quickly but not too quickly, start counting towards Shavuos. And this is the recipe really in all relationships, in all relationships, to focus in on how do I build and how do I connect to the meaning, to the love, to the emotional connection, and how do I fuel my relationship in a way that it's actually a felt experience, it's something that I want, it's something that I'm longing for. But then at the same time, I need to build the infrastructure, the scaffolding to make it something that can be real, something that can sustain and survive the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of feelings and emotions and inspiration that are not always there. And that can only really be there in a deeper way, in a more profound and meaningful and wholesome way, and in a long-lasting way, when we have the infrastructure and 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 the, the, the practical way of manifesting that relationship. And so we need the Chachma, and then we need the Bina, which ultimately brings us to what it really means to have Das, to really have an intimate connection in any relationship. And in this context, focusing specifically on the relationship with Hashem, that we start with the feeling of desire, of wanting, of longing, of being enchanted and mesmerized by Hashem and running after Him, which then will lead us to halacha, to mitzvos, to giving us the practical ins and outs of how do we build and create that relationship in a real way, which can then, again, lead us to the das of sukkahs, to the das of intimacy. Much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please follow us on WhatsApp, YouTube, or Instagram. All our podcast series can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out with questions, comments, or suggestions, or to be added to our WhatsApp groups. You can reach us through email using Yakov YAKOV.attached at gmail.com, or on WhatsApp at 773 888 2413.